0: Welcome to the Purpose Driven Profits Podcast, the number one destination to help CEOs have a on purpose and profitable business. I'm your host, Ladon Townsend, advisor to CEOs and founder of The Voss Group. Through the strategies that I've delivered to large enterprises, they've experienced over a million dollars in annual payroll savings, 50% reduction in operating costs, avoiding public relation nightmares, and more. Why is this important to you? because you were in the right place at the right time to get the insights from a leader that has been there and done that. I'm glad that you were here with us. And now let's go. This episode of the Purpose Driven Profits Podcast is brought to you in part by Voss Founders Mastermind, a luxury one-year intensive mastermind for the discerning executive. Through a blend of online and offline support, the mastermind is complete with private advisory, retreats, networking with peers, and more. Visit purposedrivenprofits.org backslash founders to learn more. In life, there are
1: moments to pause. These moments happen unexpectedly by design, and while we are busy running a company, we can miss the moment. For the past 10 years, I've been guided in my life by that pause. The very moment when you are doing your daily routine, that in an instant you feel yourself stopping, but you don't know why. You reach for your laptop and stop with your hand midway in the air. You turn to your favorite news channel in the morning and find yourself with your finger hovering over the power button, but not pressing it. And next, your arm lowers to the ground and you sit on the edge of your bed, puzzled by what just happened. While you listen to the sound of silence in a room that's normally buzzing with the morning news report. The pause takes over you as if you're standing in a field and the only thing moving is the air around you. Life-changing moments happen in the pause. And when life changes, your company will too. 2019 was one of the most successful years of my business. We worked with international companies and I took my first business trips overseas to India and Africa. The world seemed golden. The sun felt as if it shined differently. I was hopeful and confident about our future, so much so that I was viewing office space to expand Boss into India then one morning as i clung <laughs> onto the back seat of a taxi while driving through the streets of mumbai if you've never taken a taxi in india all i can say it's a once in a lifetime experience and it would put the autobahn to shame as i looked out the window to take in this amazing world around me i felt it the pause now by now, I become accustomed to feeling the pause and the feelings that come with it. Trying to put it into words is challenging, but I'll try my best. Uh, imagine this you're going throughout your day, and suddenly everything around you slows down, and you get this sense that something is coming, even Even you may turn around and look around you as if someone behind you has approached you. Now, this isn't a creepy watch for the boogeyman type feeling. This is a forewarning of what is coming. And it leaves you intrigued and excited all at once. And for those of us, a personalities coupled with project management experience, we want to snap into action ASAP. This is what happened to me in the back of that taxi in Mumbai. But I didn't take immediate action. I waited for what would come next. You see, the pause had come to let me know change is coming and a change for the better. Over the next few days, I reflected on what needed to change and two areas became clear. The first area was related to the business. I expected that. The other area was unexpected. It was personal. It was very personal that needed to change. Let's start with the personal change. When I launched the Boss Group in 2014, I knew that my background in business process design, sales, and leadership could help companies grow and sustain. This is what I knew. However, what the market didn't know, (laughs) and I was excited to share with them, was that to truly sustain would require the company and the leaders to be the best version of who they are because only when both happen does a company truly succeed. Voss had challenges and growing pains in the beginning. And if you've been in our community for a while, you've heard my story of surviving the layoff and investing six figures in the business in the early years to only make, wait for it, $800 in sales in two years. Yes, that is not a uh, misspoke. (laughs) That is the truth. In that moment of allowing the devastating reality of what had temporarily happened to my dream, sink in. I committed to learning the formula to make boss win. And years later, I'm still teaching this methodology to our clients. And a key part of this method is not addressing the company first. It's identifying the needs of the leaders, specifically the founders and the C-suite team. The reason for this is because of a moment that happened to me after my layoff in 2014, I want to share it with you. I reached out to former executives I worked with, I reported directly to, or others that were stakeholders on projects, and I asked a simple question. Would you be open to providing a letter of recommendation? Nearly all said yes. During one conversation, an EVP shared with me how they had to postpone retiring because they weren't ready to be retired. After all, what would I do with my time? (laughs) That's what they asked. And in other conversations, I heard the frustration. Executives felt that they had to stay in their corporate position because of being the primary breadwinner while their partners started businesses that fulfilled their life passion, but weren't profitable. So someone had to stay working for the medical benefits was I remember um, one of them saying. I knew at that moment, I knew at that moment, my purpose was to help companies realign internal priorities so that the business model wasn't dependent on a handful of executives, but could be successfully driven out by the team collectively. I'll share more about this approach in future podcasts. Being reminded of those moments from 2014 was the catalyst that I needed to help me see that my business model needed to evolve. Now, don't get me wrong, During all of this reflection time, we had one of our best years and projections for the road ahead were for more expansion and growth. But the growth was based on the traditional consultant model and here's where lies the gap. Because all companies reach the point that the business model must change. You see, after working with executives for over 20 years, what became clear is the change that's needed was for all employees within a company to be given the tools to lead the company with purpose-driven profitability versus leading only for profit and completion of tasks. But how do you do this? This is where the business change needed to come in for Voss. Earlier this year, I, I reached out to current, former clients, mentors, trusted colleagues, and I asked them all one question. What do you feel it is that I do well? The answers all had the same theme to my great surprise. They said, "Ladon, you help leaders think differently about business. That hit home in a real way. And that is where the change began. Within the corporate world in recent years, interest has grown in how executives can think differently when it comes to the strategy and overall sustainability of a company. In previous years, the focus would have been on the normal topics you would expect to hear, DEI, process improvement, marketing strategies, M&A, investor funding, the list can go on. However, all of these areas of focus are reactive actions that take place successfully once an overall strategy for the company is identified. And that strategy is complex to the degree of many moving parts. I'll, I'll, I'll say that instead of complex, because that strategy for an organization is what creates the culture. It's what creates what we believe in. It goes beyond the mission statement. To fulfill the vision for Voss, because all of this processing and research and reflecting brought me back to what was the vision for Voss. It required me to change and to be open to being a disruptor in a space. To do this meant our business model, had to change. This is what the pause was bringing forth. All the change takes risks, every single change. And this is a risk I was and still am willing to take. You see, to take this risk required me to be okay with not going with the flow of how everyone else may do it. And realizing that to help leaders think differently about their business, because that's what the market research said, I did well, it meant I had to be okay with being the disruptor. How many of us question ourselves with, can I really be the disruptor? Can I really be the voice and the face of this mission, of this method, of whatever it is I'm taking into my industry? And here's what I clearly understood. And this wasn't based on feelings. This is first the pause came and and that is, uh, you could say that's feeling. But then I took a look at the data, right? I'm a data-driven person. So I needed to see the data. I need to speak to people. I need to bounce this off others. Those that I, um, I valued their opinion, clients, things like that. Here's what became clear. Companies don't work with my team and I when they want cupcakes and
0: butterflies. That's just not how we roll. They hire us because they know they need change. And with change comes disruption. And with disruption, a revelation rises to the top of what is truly working in the best interest
1: of the company. I decided to be a disruptor because I believe business can be a force for good. But to be that force requires us to not think or settle for the status quo when we know our companies are meant for more. This also gave me the freedom to work with my clients in a format that I have wanted to do for seven years. If we're going to do change, if we're going to teach people how to change and work with executives, my goodness, let's do it in luxury. (laughs) <laughs> now, how did we get here? Let me tell you how. Along this journey in creating our new business model, you know, we do research, we we ask, we see what people are, are responding to, just as all businesses do when it comes to marketing and content you put out there. Well, in all of this, another area became really clear. Our community of executives and founders and leaders that people may normally think are just suits. (laughs) They enjoy the stories and images of my business travel, personal travel. This discovery, I have to admit, shocked me, threw me for a loop (laughs) at first, but then I understood why this was so interesting to them. In my early years of working in corporate, I would plaster (laughs) pictures all around my cubicle of all the destinations I wanted to visit. Places like Hawaii, Paris, London, Singapore, the list is massive. When I became a business owner, I made a promise to myself. Oh, how we forget the promises we make to ourselves. That promise was that I wouldn't only have a vision board. I would live out that vision board until the wheels fell off. (laughs) That was going to be me because instead of having pictures plastered in a cubicle that I would sit in, 60 70 you you know right we all do it we we work the the all of the hours every week we we pick up the phone when we're on our off days sometimes you may even you know look at emails when you're out sick we've done it but I was gonna live this vision board. And I understood why the leaders in our community liked those type of images and stories and wanted to know where I was traveling to because they had pictures plastered in their office or cubicle or on their desk as well. Some probably mentally because they couldn't have it
0: out publicly, but they wanted to live a bigger life. They wanted their life to be more than answering the Blackberry. And at the same time, they have a commitment and a desire For their role, to help their company, to to be able to be the best version of themselves and to have a company culture that
1: really rides and and stands the test of time and is not a pop word. They wanted those things. They wanted to take their vision board for their life and their role and make it reality. The pause will bring you so much clarity. So now we have all this data, we know where to go. (laughs) And and one of those routes was launching our new podcast. And this living that vision board out while also giving the best to the company that executives work for, we're bringing this to our clients. And we're bringing this through our purpose-driven profits method we've taught it over the past seven years behind the scenes. We didn't really talk about it openly, mostly because we were confused with, we would be confused with life coaches and and nothing wrong with life coaching, but, but we are more of the consultant and strategy in and, getting our hands in and getting our hands dirty. And so for years we were sort of torn between this, this, our brand was sort of this mix of life coaching with the consulting piece. And thank God we were still able to keep things afloat and keep it moving, but we no longer want to be an industry secret. And as a disruptor, I could give a flying Fig Newton, if anybody doesn't like it, excuse my French. So to help leaders shift how they think, we've introduced Voss Founders Mastermind. There's a few things coming out over the next year, but this is one that I'm extremely excited about.
0: It's a private advisory to executives that includes our proven methodology of having a purpose-driven and profitable company. Applications are
1: being accepted for this ultimate level of online and offline support for the discerning executive with luxury retreats included, I just have to say. So to learn more, go over to purposedrivenprofits.org backslash founders. We are taking every measure for the safety of the clients that wish to join us for our in-person events. If you're not open to traveling at this time, no problem. And you're still interested in the program, other accommodations can be made. So visit PurposeDrivenProfits.org backslash founders uh, to learn more. Now, does this all mean that at Boss we're not going to do our strategy sessions or corporate training? No, not at all. There is a time and a place that this works well, and alongside that, we will also teach companies to be purpose-driven and profitable through this signature system. Now, there's still more I'll share with you about leaning into the pause. And over the past few years, my personal journey of leaning into the pause has been extremely uncomfortable i mean at times just unbearable because it required so much change and starting the change with me as the leader and doing the business and shifting the team and letting some go and bringing some on this isn't this is not light work and so i'll share more with you about that in our future podcast but i, I want to just leave you with this question on today in what areas do you need to lean into the pause? It could be your company. It could be personal. It could be both. But when you do that, what I have experienced personally and what I have seen dramatically within our our clients has been the change that they have been looking for. And for some, didn't even know that they needed. But it was the life raft that they needed for their company. And it also was giving them the freedom that they needed as a leader to step forward fully and take the reins. So where do you need to lean into the pause? We'll talk more on our next podcast. I'm LaDawn Townsend, CEO and founder of the Voss Group. Thank you for being with me on today. And as we
0: move away from our time today, take some time to really either journal out, write, walk, run, whatever it is that you do, and ask yourself, where do I need to lead into the policy? I'll talk to you next time.